Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. July 8, 2020, the Corruption Edition. First up, from the Houston Chronicle, how corrupt is the Trump administration? They're so corrupt, they don't even want you to ethically invest. The Trump administration is trying to destroy the ESG investing initiative by proposing a rule that would ban firms from retirement accounts and enrolling workers in funds that promote environmental safety, social responsibility, or good governance. They also want to discourage companies from offering workers the opportunity to invest their 401 plans in ESG funds. It is fairly unbelievable, although perhaps not since it's the Trump administration, that uh, the Secretary of Labor would actually attack uh, sustainable companies that have superior growth rates. It's been demonstrated now that ESG investing is good for the economy. It's good for the individual investor. Of course, it is investing in companies with good governments, and the Trump administration is antithetically against that because people would see through the fraud and corruption of the Trump administration. So uh, when you think it can get can't get any worse, it does, from the Trump administration. Next up, what's the world's most corrupt bank? Well, you have to wonder if Deutsche Bank is uh, in the running or they've lapped the field as New York regulators uh, <clears throat> fined the bank $150 million to settle allegations that it maintained weak internal controls, including processing hundreds of transactions for Jeffrey Epstein, despite the billion- billionaire's troubled history. The uh, penalty was announced, and despite knowing that Epstein had a terrible criminal history, the bank inexcusably failed to detect or prevent millions of dollars in uh, suspicious transactions. It's interesting that this was brought by the New York Department of Financial Services and not the federal government. Um, Of course, uh, he died in jail. Uh, The government, U.S. government, claims he committed suicide. That's open to debate. But um, Deutsche Bank, um, the banker of Donald Trump, uh, continues to uh, lead the field. Uh, Next up, from the Wall Street Journal, Jack Hagel reporting that federal prosecutors have charged two sons of a former Panamanian president for their alleged role in a massive bribery and money laundering scheme involving the Brazilian construction giant Odebrecht. They allegedly used a global network of bank accounts and shell companies to facilitate about $28 million in bribe payments at the direction of Odebrecht. The um, money passed through U.S. corresponding, some of the money passed through U.S. corresponding banks. Uh, so the Odebrecht scandal continues. Um, one of the, the world's largest and the fallout in Latin and South America also continues as well. And then finally, uh, we revisit one of our old friends, Jay Lowe, and he hired the London-based PR firm Shillings to um, dis, uh, lobby U.S. disclosures and try to inform U.S. public opinion about Jay Lowe. 
So when it comes to working with corrupt people or corrupt persons, of course, PR firms can play a big role in that. But hiring him or allowing him to become a client in late 2019 and early 2020 would seem to be a risk that most PR firms wouldn't or shouldn't take. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Compliance News, which is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. This month on the Compliance Live, I feature Scott Sullivan. Check it out.